Visit the Classic Wood Floors showroom on West Plainview Road or at ClassicWoodFloors.com. This is the Elijah Har Show with former Speaker of the House Elijah Har on 93.3 at AM 560 KWTO. Man, new, new bump music all the way around. All right, welcome back to the KWTO. Joining us now on the show... Cody Smith, House Budget Chair. Cody, welcome back. Thank you for having me, Elijah. Glad to be with you. Cody, we're going to kick off the show with the question of the day. Question of the day. What's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? The weirdest thing I've ever eaten? Um, I think it would probably be like uh, an insect of some sort. Um, You know, when we were kids, Elijah, we're about the same age. They used to have the scorpions and the... And the sucker and those types of things. Yeah, they have they have bugs inside of candy. I think those were that was that's probably it for me. You never went anywhere like a foreign country and ate anything weird like that. No, I haven't been outside of the United States. I've had some interesting foreign foods in the United States, but I don't think any of it tops insects. Okay. So, what was your what was your answer for well, that? You're gonna have to listen to the next segment to hear the answer. You can do. What can about do. what about what about? Uh, and, uh, you know, without going too far into your college day, did you ever, uh, did you ever do the tequila shots that had the worm in the bottom? No, I didn't. Yeah. See, I've never done that and I'm not, not saying I'm against it. I just never done that. Okay. Let's get down yeah. to, to the important part of the show. Supreme court is, um, he- hearing some arguments from Planned Parenthood about a decision by the legislature back in 2021 to zero out funding for Planned Parenthood. I figured, hey, the guy who did that, who wrote the budget, Cody Smith, would probably be the best guy to talk about it. So tell us what's going on in front of the Supreme Court. Yeah, glad to have the opportunity to explain to your listeners kind of how this has unfolded. And and really to, to talk about this case, we have to go back uh, several years to back to, I think it's 2016 or 17, when the Missouri House and the Missouri, they're ultimately the Missouri General Assembly added language to the budget that that attempted to or, or was designed to prohibit funds from going to abortion providers for Medicaid services. And this is not defunding uh, abortion per se. This is, this is defunding abortion providers for all of the other types of services that they do. And the idea is that we don't want to subsidize entities like Planned Parenthood. And even if, uh, you know, they cannot provide abortions in our state, and thank goodness for that, we don't want to do any business with them because we know that there is, that is, you know, kind of their mission. uh, And we don't want to subsidize that in any way. So if, if we're, if we're doing business with them and they're offering, uh, you know, other services, if we're, if we're paying for those as a state, ultimately that goes to support the organization. And we don't want to do that. We don't want to do any business with Planned Parenthood. So, Again, we put language in the budget it said that uh, no Medicaid funds could be used or go to these these types of providers. Um, that that actually worked for several different several years uh, thereafter, and then there was a, a lawsuit that arose in the state that made its way all the way up to the Supreme Court, and we we refer to that as the Planned Parenthood case. And the Supreme Court said you cannot change substantive law via appropriations language. 
And the law that they were referring to was uh, around the eligibility of these types of providers. And essentially, if you uh, offer these services, you can be these types of providers for Medicaid. And, and generally, uh, at the federal and state level, we don't uh, discriminate between providers. And so if you offer Medicaid, you have to do business with people that are entities that provide Medicaid services. And so that's a, a tricky thing. And they said that, again, we cannot change substantive law with appropriation language. So we came back uh, the year before last and tried a little bit different approach. And we put uh, in appropriation language and, and appropriation law a zero, we essentially zeroed it out. And we said we, that um, these types of providers will receive zero dollars from the state budget. And it, and it was a different angle. Um, it, it's more along the lines of a traditional appropriation language. And we are expressing our intent to not pay or, or you know, work with those folks um, as vendors for our Medicaid services. And that is now uh, was, was the result of uh, another case that has now made its way to the Supreme Court. So this week we're hearing the news. Those arguments are being heard in the, the Missouri Supreme Court this week. And so this is the second round that we've been through this. And we're trying to, again, kind of defund uh, those Planned Parenthood types of providers. And the story carries on or wages on this week, as, as I'm sure your listeners are aware. Why do we think the results will be different this time? What's the, what's the difference from last time to this time? Well, truly, uh, you know, this, certainly I was disappointed with that initial decision, and I think I, I, don't, I don't agree with it. I'm certainly not an attorney or a Supreme Court justice, but uh, the General Assembly's ability to appropriate is really only as strong as its ability to not appropriate. And, and if we cannot say who we are not going to do business with or who, are, who we are not going to pay, then that kind of changes the power of the General Assembly's, General Assembly's ability to write the budget. And so uh, when that was struck down, having a different, a different approach and, and, you know, we went kind of back to the drawing board and said, Hey, we, we are still, this is still the goal. What else can we do? Um, again, we went back and looked at that case. We came up with, with a, a different approach to write a $0 appropriation essentially for those providers and said, okay, you, you want us to write simple appropriation language or simple appropriation law. Here is one of those that, that expresses our intent. This is not uh, extra language that is added to appropriation bills. And I know this is all a little bit technical in nature, nature Elijah. I appreciate you giving the opportunity to talk through it. Uh, but essentially, we took a different approach, and we are optimistic that, that, that we will prevail this time and uh, ultimately defund Planned Parenthood. You know, and I think that's the interesting thing. It's quite clear what the legislature wants to do. Uh, it, it, it remains a little unclear if the judiciary is going to let us. But the, the, it's fascinating because Missouri, and we've talked about it, let's not even get to the abortion referendum next year. Missouri has a long history of being a very, very pro-life state. And without even touching the issue of do we want to allow abortions or not, if you ask the general public, do you think tax dollars should go to Planned Parenthood, you'll get like 80, 90% of the people say no. And that cuts across Republicans, Democrats, conservatives, liberals, urban, rural. They all generally agree, you know, this isn't really something the government should pay for. So it's really fascinating when the legislature has been trying to 
reflect the will of the people for years. And the courts keep getting away like, now, hold on. This private entity really needs these public funds. Exactly. Yeah, it's 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 the will of the General Assembly to not do business, you know, that the state does not do business with these types of providers and finding the right way to do that uh, in the in the Supreme Court's eyes here is, is really what we're doing. But as you say, it's it's not necessarily even controversial across the state. Uh, the state government really shouldn't be doing business with those types of providers. And uh, that's really not, again, as you mentioned eloquently, the right place for the state government to, to be involved in, you know, paying for certain services. And so, yeah, the, the saga wages on. And, um, you know, I'm optimistic that we will prevail this time. Uh, and if we don't, we'll come back to the drawing board again and, and continue to try to address it. Now, you all had a, a caucus yesterday in Jefferson City, and I'd be remiss not to ask. Uh, looks like, uh, at least for now, the caucus is sticking with uh, Speaker Plocker as you, as you come towards the beginning of the next legislative session. From what I understand, no changes were made uh, in the discussion yesterday. You going to let us in, in on the inside of your caucus discussions? Well, we had a, a wide range of topics to discuss. We, we, you know, the typical winter caucus, as you're well aware of, Elijah, is a planning meeting. It's a planning session where we get ready for all of uh, our next next year's legislative priorities. Conversations were had in addition to the conversation about uh, our speaker, as you mentioned. And so we had a, it was a long day full of, of lots of different types of conversations. But to answer the question there, you know, I think we are heading into the legislative session. Uh, there are some investigations going on within the House, internal investigations to understand exactly what has transpired here amongst the, our membership and our staff. And really, it's a little early to rush any type of judgment. I think we need to understand all of the facts before we make any decisions uh, as, as far as who our speaker will be or will not be going forward. And uh, that that process is still very much in progress. And so uh, we we did discuss the topic. Uh, no changes were made, as you mentioned. We did. I also want to stress we did also talk about things like the Missouri budget. What are we going? How are we going to accomplish the things we want to accomplish next year inside of the budget? So it it wasn't all political or uh, controversial. There was well, that was going to be my next question. Legislative is, work. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. you've got you've got a big budget session coming up. Your work starts before really anybody else. I mean, you, you have to start the process of, of the consensus revenue estimate and figuring out what the budget is going to look like next year. Walk us through the timeline on how you're going to write up a budget for the next legislative session. Yeah, as you mentioned, you know, the, the, the work begins earlier than most uh, legislators. And so actually it's more of an, an annual year-long process than uh, your typical legislative session. Typically, the session goes from about the middle of January until about the middle of May. Uh, but for us on the appropriation side, it's, it's a little more of a year-long process. When we are out of session, we are, we are studying, uh, monitoring, kind of providing oversight of, of these agencies and their, what they're spending. Um, then we have the veto session where, where we're all very involved in the appropriations process. And about that time, as you mentioned, we get to uh, department requests that come back to us and say, hey, we need this for the next year. And uh, they make requests to the General Assembly for appropriations. And then we get into the consensus revenue process. And that's where we decide how big the, I like to think of it as creating the, or determining the size of the pie that will later cut up into pieces 
to, uh, you know, pay for our different priorities. Um, and then you're getting into the end of the year. And this year, we're actually going to start earlier with, uh, with budget committee hearings. We're going to start those in December. Generally, those would start in January. We're going to start a little bit early uh, because we do have a lot to unpack there. We, we do want to uh, recommit to our oversight role with the budget committees. Uh, that is a, an important function of our process. People know that we write appropriation law. And we, uh, you know, determine how the, the money is spent at the state level, but also, you know, lesser known function of the of the budget committees is to provide oversight, to make sure that we are uh, being as efficient as we can be as a state, to make sure that we are, you know, minimizing waste, fraud, and abuse throughout the process. And um, we're going to work on that starting in December, hear from those departments, hear, hear their requests, and that will, uh, you know, segue nicely into the legislative session where we, where we will access actually start to see legislation starting to, to move, and uh, that will give us a little bit of a head start in the process. And so we're looking forward to, get to getting to work, uh, and it's right around the corner now. I assume, as this seems to be the will of the legislature, you all will continue to write a budget zeroing out Planned Parenthood and lesser until this decision comes down? Yeah, so we had that similar situation this year uh, where we put it, in the, put that same language in the budget again. We anticipated that there may be litigation around this two years ago when we first introduced this new method, but that had not been resolved um, as of you know the time when it came time to appropriate this year. So we put that same language back in. So it's in there for two, this will be the second year now. And if we don't have a decision into the next legislative session, I think you'll see it a third time. And certainly, you know, the, the will of the General Assembly has not changed. We don't want to do business with Planned Parenthood. We don't want to do business with uh, entities that are primarily abortion providers. Missouri is a pro-life state, as you said. And I, I think that, um, you know, Missourians don't really want their tax dollars to go to those types of entities. So we're going to continue to, to fight that, and we're going to continue to try to defund those entities as far as any taxpayer dollars go. And um, yeah, so we'll we'll get to get to work again on it next legislative session, and we'll be watching the the court case very closely. Very good, Cody Smith, the House Budget Chair, talking about zeroing out and defunding Planned Parenthood. Cody, if people want to follow along with the work that you do as a budget chair or your upcoming race for state treasurer, how do they find you on social media? Yeah, on Facebook it's Cody for Mo, uh, Cody F O R Mo. On Twitter it's Cody with the number four. Mo, Cody for Mo, and so either of those places uh, you can you can follow me and uh, what I'm up to on the legislative side, and also my campaign, as you mentioned, for state treasurer to kind of keep tabs on what I'm working on and, and what my message is. I would invite your listeners to come and and find me there, and would love to have them as as followers. So thank you for having me today, 